Hey guys, it's me, Nature Cats. It is finally time, hooray, to talk about one of the most sensitive of subjects, the labiaplasty. And what the heck is it? And why would you need one in the first place? Right? So, I'm glad you asked. I mean, no kidding, this is sensitive subject personified. And it's difficult for many women to even discuss it, let alone undergo such a personal procedure. But I'm happy to tell you, that the stigma surrounding this procedure started to decrease and women are beginning to feel more comfortable about coming forward, I mean, at least in my office. I'm hoping the national trend is increasing as well. So often, women stay silent about sexual and anatomical concerns in this area, but interestingly, the same stigma or fear does not seem to apply to, like, breast augmentation or tummy tucks. I'm not sure why, but I suspect that somehow the level of intimacy and privacy of the genital area is even greater we see breasts and abs in the media all the time, and somehow it's socially acceptable. However, the female general area is only displayed in certain unsavory media or in the privacy of the bedroom. So that implies the idea that it's even taboo to discuss it. Now, I'm not suggesting we start posting billboards about vulvas or anything. I'm just suggesting that these kinds of inconsistent social stigma further add to the difficulty of attempting to address issues in this area. I find the patients initially seem embarrassed to even talk about their sexual or labial issues at first, even to me. I'm thinking, oh, honey, I've heard it all. Go ahead, you know. I feel like I have to quickly prove to them that my office is a safe place, I am comfortable talking about the issues, and that there is nothing they can say that I can't handle or haven't heard before. Now, once we get that out of the way, then I can really help them. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about labiaplasty. So first, let's talk about who might need one. I never realized how many women were dissatisfied with the appearance of their labia. Some of them even refrained from having intercourse due to embarrassment. I mean, interestingly, if you speak to their partners, their sexual partners, 9 out of 10 of them haven't even noticed anything and wouldn't change anything. I'm going to interpret that as good news. But in other words, most women are not coming to the office because their partner called their genitals ugly. You know, like, that's the ugliest labia I ever saw in my life. No, none of that. They are presenting of their own accord because of their own wants and needs. Some women have enlarged labia that make it uncomfortable to wear a bathing suit or yoga pants or sit on a bike. Some women feel like they literally have to move something out of the way in order to have sex. Some women complain of a decreased sensation in their genital area because of loose skin that covers the clitoris. Some women complain of a pulling sensation because their mom's pubis skin droops down and covers part of their clitoris. Some women complain that they would just like it to look prettier or better down there. There are many different types of complaints. The biggest thing to realize is that with very few exceptions, these women do not have anatomy that is abnormal, per se. It's very important to keep in mind that they're not abnormal when you're having their consult. You've got to reassure them that their anatomy is normal, and, it, and it, it kind of frees up the discussion, you know, and frees up how they think of themselves. Once the fear of being abnormal is alleviated, the patient can proceed with confidence in addressing her concerns. So now that we talked about who might need a labiaplasty, let's talk about what a labiaplasty is. So a labiaplasty is a procedure, either surgical or excisional or non-surgical, used to alter the shape and appearance of the labia minora, the labia majora, the clitoral hood, the mons pubis, the perineum, or sometimes all of the above. Now, surgical labiaplasties involve actually removing skin in these areas to reshape the area. This requires at least eight weeks of recovery with no lifting, no intercourse, no hot tubs, no swimming. Sometimes it takes up to six months to see the final result. I usually reserve this option for more severe cases that have so much excess skin that surgery is the only option. 
Now, non-surgical labioplasty involves using radiofrequency energy with tumescent or like anesthesia under the skin and local anesthesia, and it can be done in the office. The recovery is much quicker. Patients often get the procedure done on a Friday and are back to work on Monday. They can resume sexual activity like swimming, etc., in a week to two weeks, and the results have been pretty amazing so far. The final results, like with surgical labioplasty, can be determined in six months because changes happen gradually over time. Neither of these options are like instant results. But my personal favorite at this point is the non-surgical. So next, let's listen to a patient testimonial. This is one of my own patients who underwent this scarless labioplasty procedure. So how are you feeling? What made you decide to get this done? I wasn't satisfied with the look. Okay. My vagina. Okay. And I wanted to have more confidence. And I was also having a leakage issue. Okay, okay. And then were you having any, like, decreased sensation, like, with intercourse? Yeah. decreased sensation, everything. Okay. It just amplified. Right, and then I noticed too that you know you'd had some loose skin in that area. Well, did that get in the way when you attempted to have? It did. Okay. That, that made it so I would lose sensation. Not enjoyable. Okay. So how was your experience at the office when you came for your procedure? Tell us about that. Great. Everyone was friendly. Created an environment where I was comfortable. Not embarrassed. Can talk about anything. Oh yes, we like our banter. <laughs> All right, and then so like the procedure, did you feel like it took a long time or was it no, not too bad? No, passed pretty well. I forgot my phone and you provided me yours. <laughs> very nice. Yes, I did, and we got you some headphones too yes. for some tunes. So you it was know, a really relaxed, comfortable environment. Good. Now, what all did you have done that day? We I did a lot of stuff. Yes, we did. I had the labiaplasty mm -hmm. and I had the morpheus. Uh huh. And I did that on my eyes and my... Yes, yes. Oh, that's right. We got all excited, and we actually tightened yes. up some skin on your face, too. Yes. Yep. Oh, and then we also did the internal vaginal rejuvenation also. Correct. Yep. That's the fourth time I've done that. I've had two bladder slings. One was a revision surgery, and that has actually prevented me from having to have another surgery. Oh, there you go. Yeah, awesome. No and those surgeries were by another physician, though, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Not by so. you. Okay. All right. And so then how are you feeling now just a couple days later? I feel great. All right. Minor irritation, nothing, awesome. nothing major. Okay. And then when when were you able to go back to work? I could have went back to work the next day. Awesome. Honestly. Now, are you noticing any changes yet? I've noticed visual changes, yes. Awesome. And leakage. No no leakage. Yay! Yes. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for talking with us. And so, you know, if any of you out there are thinking that you might be a candidate for any of these procedures, just give us a call. Our number is 734-242-5588. And we love our patients, and we're always going to do 110% everything that you need. And don't you ever feel afraid to ask a question. There are no stupid questions. Have a great day. So that was a little interview with one of our patients who's actually had the scarless labiaplasty. <coughs> and it was only a week after, and she was already pretty pleased. I mean, that's that's great. 
She felt like she could have gone back to work the next day. That's that's amazing. That's something that was not possible, you know, years ago. So now that we've talked about who would need a labioplasty, what it's all about, and even heard from a patient, let's talk a little bit about costs, okay? So on average in the United States right now, labioplasty can cost $3,000 and up depending on the extent of the procedure. They're not covered by insurance at this point. And a lot of patients get some sticker shock with this initial number. But, you know, you have to consider the cost of the physician in performing the procedure, the labor-intensive nature of the procedure. When you think about all that and fees and staff and stuff, you know, that number is not likely to decrease anytime soon. I'd say in my office, we try to be really flexible. We've got payment options. We take care of credit. We, we just try and figure it out on a per-patient basis. But, you know... As I've interviewed patients over the past year in particular who've had the procedure, all of them said it was worth it. So make sure if you're thinking at all that something like this is what you need, make sure you find a qualified physician. Get a consult. Get comfortable with a facility. Talk to other people who've had it. This is a very personal decision. You know, you don't want to take it lightly. Make sure you know what you're getting into and make sure that you're a surgeon knows their stuff. Well, have a fantastic day, everybody. Remember, um, my office right now is based in Monroe, Michigan. Our number is 734-242-5588. And with regards to this procedure, we do virtual consults, we do online consults, we do in-person. And we're here just to answer questions if you think that this is something that you might need. So you guys have a great day. Bye.